Hey, welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to get started. But before we do, I want to make sure you know about something incredible about to happen, which is Sales Girl Summit. This is our very first conference. It's happening on June 12th through the 14th. Now, we've done plenty of in-person like trainings and workshops and kind of larger scale events, but this right here, my loves, this is our conference. And I'm so excited to announce some next level speakers. We're going to announce that in just a couple of weeks. But you know, being a sales girl, it has nothing to do with the item that you sell, the service that you sell, the product that you sell, the off it has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with being the girl that people want to buy from, that people want to say yes to before they even know the offer. It's about being the girl that is completely like world-class and has complete ownership over her industry because of how much command she has over her message. I'll tell you what, I'm starting to believe it's not even the person who is really the best at what they do, but it's the person that's best at communicating at what they do, who ends up winning and who ends up being known as the girl to go to for blank, fill in the blank for whatever you do. And, you know, our mission is to really create world-class sales girls that can walk into a room and have in, insane command over their message, over their beliefs, and just be so irresistibly charismatic that people um, are just so drawn to them. And if that sounds like something you desire to become, the Sales Girl Summit is for you. So June 12th through the 14th at the Face Center, I've got a sneaky little hunch that once we announce our speakers, the event is going to sell much quicker um, than what most people are probably anticipating. So um, I cannot recommend enough for you to grab your tickets. I've, I've heard a few people saying that they're going to get their Airbnbs with all their sales girlfriends. And I think that is so incredibly fun, um, but they don't have their tickets yet. So I cannot recommend, like I said, enough to grab your seat. Um, hopefully there's some platinum seats left. There will probably be some VIP and then definitely, definitely general admission. Uh, so we'll link it all in the show notes below. And I cannot wait to see you there. We're going to have so much fun and do our sales girl thing. We have so many surprises for you. Ah! All right, let's go. I'll see you there in June. Enjoy the show. Hello, hello, School of Sales fam. Macy here. And it is sales week over here at Guy Culture, which basically means we close up enrollment at Friday, January the 27th. And so we are really just revving up intentional sales activities. And one of those main sales activities is conversations. And it's just time with people, as much time with people as possible. We've had a couple of masterclasses. We have a couple more calls coming up. And I've just been talking to a lot of people. And there is a overarching kind of theme this sales period. And I want to talk about it with you because honestly, it's it's kind of breaking my heart. So it's a lot about like investing. Okay. But the root of it is self-doubt and it's things like, you know, I want to make sure that I make my money back. Is this a good investment? This has to work for me. You know, all these kind of thoughts and sentences running through their head uh, that's causing them to doubt and question and feel a lot of pressure. And I just want to ask you to reflect for a second when you think, you know, I want to make sure I make my money back. How, like, how are you feeling when you think that? Just close your eyes and feel it in your body. Or maybe this has to work. I'll tell you what's going on for me 
when I think that I feel stressed, I feel really heavy. I feel weight in my chest. It almost feels loud in my head. Not necessarily like like someone's on my shoulder making it feel loud. It's it honestly feels like like my I have a little dachshund wiener dog and she's very quick to bark at absolutely nothing. And it's always when I'm on a call, you know, and so I'm just like always like shh, like cookie, stop, cookie, stop. I can't, I can't concentrate. Like I can't think, I can't focus. Stop, stop. And I'm like looking to see what she's looking at. I'm super distracted. I'm looking at the the dogs walking on the street. Like what on earth are you, are you barking at? And I'm not even focused on what I'm actually doing. That's the experience that flashes in my head when I think those things. And when you are feeling that way, like I think about it in two categories. I think about having those thoughts while I'm learning something and then having those thoughts maybe after I've learned something and I'm trying to make it work for me. Okay. So if I'm having these thoughts when I'm learning, I mean, when you're not relaxed, you're just not going to learn. Your brain will not open up. This is why when you're like taking a bath or you're in a shower or like the rain, you hear rain and you're looking out the window, like that's when your brain starts to be creative and think because it is relaxed. If you're not relaxed, you tense up and you cannot absorb information. And then I just think about, let's say you do absorb the information. Let's say you do learn everything and you're super relaxed and everything goes well. And then it's time to implement. And then you start to think those things. And you're on the sales call or you're doing the Instagram stories and you're thinking, I've got to make my money. I got to do this. I got to, you know, earn the investment back. Like you are going to come off so wrong. You're just going to come off as intense and like you're not listening to other people and you're distracted, honestly, because you're thinking about yourself. And this is all so normal. This is all so common. Nothing has gone wrong. Nothing is bad if this is happening for you. I just want to really make you aware of how detrimental that it could be. And honestly, like when people say, I want to make sure I make my investment back, I'm like, you only want to make $4,000 back. That's your goal. Because whatever you're, you know, I've heard people say, oh, I've got to make 50,000. I've got to make a hundred thousand. I've got to make this much. And gosh darn, they make exactly that much money. You know, like, why would you only want to make your investment back? It just puts all this, this unnecessary doubt and pressure and tenseness into your experience and into your life and into your business and into your family that just cannot be there. I once was told when I was first starting my business, I remember hearing this on a podcast that either throughout your first year of business or up until you hit $100,000 in sales, everything gets invested back into the business. And since I was so new to entrepreneurship and I heard this, I just took it and ran. I didn't question it for a second. I was like, okay, like she's successful. I want to be successful. That's what I'm going to do. And so for me, that was like investing in my brain mostly. And I've had to borrow quite a bit of money, fam. I don't know if y'all know this. I probably should talk about it more, honestly. 
But the first amount that I borrowed was $8,000 for a mastermind. And then later down the road, I needed to borrow about $100,000 for a couple things we were doing. I had spent about $300,000 of money that we had, but I still needed $100,000. And so I borrowed $100,000. What's interesting is I actually borrowed it from my dad, but he charged me more interest than a bank would. (laughs) believe it or not. He charged me about 9% interest at the time. I honestly didn't really think much of it. Now that I go back and I think I'm like, what, why did he do that? But I understand, I understand why it's like, Hey, if you're going to bet on yourself, like bet on yourself, you know, and if you're going to make this work, like make it work. And, and he really didn't want me to like lollygag or just feel like I, you know, it was no big deal. I'll just, you know, take this money here. He wanted me to feel like, Hey, we're doing this and we're going to do it, do it right. Um, and I'll never forget when I wrote him a check for like 87,000 at one point to pay him back for everything. And it was just so exhilarating and it was the best feeling in the world. And it was an experience that honestly, I think about often have just proven to myself that, you know, I could do it, but I want to go back to like when I borrowed this money initially, I don't know if I was naive I don't know if I had this rookie mentality of like, what is failure? Like, I'm not accepting that, you know, but I really didn't even consider it being difficult to pay it back. I didn't even consider that as being an option. It really didn't even intimidate me at all. Like, I think about it more now than I did when I borrowed it, honestly. I never once considered not being able to pay it back. I never once thought that it wouldn't work out. What I now realize is those mindsets, they're so subconscious, um, is the very thing that made me be able to make it work. The mindset of it being no big deal, the mindset of being like, oh, this is like not a problem. This is going to help me go further faster. That is the, that is what it, what made it work, honestly. And you know, the rookie mentality is like really just not knowing any better. I heard a, a video one time of a real estate agent who flipped like a hundred houses in a year. It was like his second year in business and the average house flipping for an average real estate agent was like two to three a year. And so everybody was interviewing him and they were like, how did you do it? How did you do it? And he was like, I literally had no idea that was the average. I had no idea. (laughs) I just went really hard and now I did a hundred houses. He just didn't know any better. He didn't know any different. And I don't know if there's someone in your head or someone in your life telling you certain things or like that, you know, it needs to be a certain way. Or if you have had experiences that have hurt you, I don't know what it is, but I just like, I want to revive that rookie mentality in you. It's like when you see your kid experience something for the first time, like Rush loves the rain right now, my little boy, my little almost two-year-old boy. And it's like the sweetest, most purest, innocent little thing to see him talk about the rain and how fascinated he is by it. And I'm like, oh, I want him to like keep that forever. And I want new entrepreneurs to keep that rookie mentality forever, to keep their blinders on and to keep the right sentences going on in their head to make sure they feel relaxed. And to make sure that they believe, oh, this is no big deal. And listen, I don't want you to be careless, okay? I really don't. I want, of course, I don't want you to be careless. I want you to make wise decisions. And this is about investing in anything, okay? 
But I just know that so many of your potential is completely hindered. Number one, by your willingness to invest and how you think about investing. It should be an absolute non-negotiable to have a personal development budget. Kat and I were talking about this and I remember her saying her first like personal development budget was like maybe $3,000 for the year or something like uh, her first uh, year in entrepreneurship. And that's brilliant. I never did that. I just kind of went with my heart and just knew I was going to make it work, but it should just be a non-negotiable. It's just what you do. You just invest in your brain. You invest in your skills. You invest in yourself. You invest in your mindset. You invest in how you see yourself. You invest in your beliefs. You invest in you every single year. No question. And your earning potential could, I mean, it could 10x for so many, like the quicker you invest, the quicker your earning potential grows for so many more years to come. That's why we say it's a compounding effect. It's the difference between having a 10x earning potential for 10 years versus spending 10 years trying to figure it out to eventually earn more. And, you know, we're talking about investing, but what we're actually talking about is a self-identity issue, truly. How you see yourself now and how you identify now will be who you are in the next five years. I was listening to a call, like a training call. It was an old one, but the person leading the call asked the group, they were like, how would you feel if your business earned $20 million this year? And everyone immediately was like, ecstatic, so pumped. I'd be fired up. That would be incredible. And they said, would you be excited? Would you be ecstatic? Because someone who has earned $20 million in their business has earned, I want to emphasize that, they wouldn't be surprised at all. They would see their revenue at the end of the year and they would say, yep, that's about right. That makes sense. This is why when people win the lottery, they blow the money nine times out of 10 because they've never identified as somebody with a lot of money. They've never identified as someone who just has money all the time and they blow it. They kind of self-sabotage and they do it subconsciously and not being very thoughtful because of their identity and how they see themselves. I just want you to think about like how you see yourself. Like, are you identifying as somebody who like can't make it work? Because it's just not true. You can identify as anybody that you want. And here's the thing, like that call, that $20 million call, the point was like, hey, if, it, if your future self is going to make $20 million and you're going to be like not surprised by it and you're going to feel like, yeah, that makes sense, you have to feel that way right now. Even though you don't have the $20 million, you have to almost expect it. And I actually really resonated with that because recently Austin and Rush and myself went to the beach, went to 30A. And it was the week between Christmas and New Year. So it was actually quite crowded. And I saw someone on the beach reading my book, reading Persuade for Good. And the book had just come out in November. So, you know, that's pretty quick to be able to see my book in the wild like that. It was very cool. 
And Austin, my husband, was just so sweet. He was so proud. He was so excited. He kept saying like, oh my gosh, that's the coolest thing. Isn't that awesome? We got home and he was telling my in-laws all about it, how cool it was, how cool it was, how cool it was. And later he said, you don't seem that excited about it. You don't seem quite as, you know, shocked as me. I was like, oh, I mean, I, I always knew something like that would happen. And the way I described it was kind of like when you order an Amazon package, you like know what you're ordering. You're excited when you put in the order and you're looking forward to it getting there. But when it does get there, you expected it. Like you're still happy about it. You're excited to use it. You're excited to have something new, but you're not surprised that it showed up on your doorstep. You knew it was going to show up on your doorstep. That is exactly how I feel about the book. This is exactly how I feel about when people tell me that they love it and it's been so helpful. I'm like, yeah, of course. Like I knew that it would be. And I knew that it's going to continue to be that way for so many people. And like, that's how I want you to think about investing. It's like, I'm going to like spend this money and I'm going to go all in and make it work for me. And then when it does work for you, you're not like, oh my gosh, my life has changed. You're like, yeah, I knew it would because I'm always the best investment. This is what I want for you. I want you to identify as the person that knows you make things work for you no matter what, that is willing to bet on themselves and also put zero pressure on yourself. Like honestly, as long as you're still breathing, you have time to make it work. It compounds, you know, our six month guarantee. It's not about making your money back. If you don't make your money back, then we'll give you your money back. It's not about that because that's just not the mindset, honestly, that's not the mentality that's, that's important to have. It's, Hey, like, can you implement this skill? Can you persuade for good in life and in business? If in six months you feel like you cannot do it and we have some markers to see if that, if that is true, that you cannot do it, then you get your money back because the money comes so much more when you are so focused on the people that you're serving, when you're so focused on the Instagram story that you're doing. Honestly, you're focused on the people behind the Instagram story. You're focused on the person behind the sales call. You're focused on the person behind reading the content. You're focused on the person behind the cold calling. That is when the money comes. And that mentality comes from your identity of someone who is on mission and makes it work no matter what. Listen, you will never, ever, ever regret investing in yourself. And I don't just mean the money. I mean the work and the time and the effort that you put in to developing yourself. You'll never regret it. When I look back and I think about all the things that I've bought, all the purses, all the makeup, the houses, the updates on the house, like all the things that have been purchased, the things that I not once regret are the purchases I've made in my own brain. I mean, I just got certified as a life coach. I have no idea like how that will manifest in the business that we already have in this moment. I maybe have a little bit of an idea, but it was $20,000. And to me, life coaching was a skill that could be stacked on top of what I already know. And that was the point of it. That was my motive is to have an additional skill. And just how I've been changed and how I think about things, like it's already been worth it. And it's only been about a month since I've officially been certified. I've never regretted investing in my brain. And I just would love for you to believe that about yourself and know that about yourself and identify as that person that is always ready to invest in their brain. I hope this episode is helpful for you. 
and a hope that you have a change of heart potentially of um the and also just awareness of what is running through your head and if you don't even know like honestly just get a piece of paper in a journal and write everything that comes to your brain everything that comes to mind not what you want it to think what is running through your head and then look at it and just ask yourself like is this the identity of somebody that I want to be in the next 10 years circle the ones that are not serving you star the ones that might be serving you potentially because it can be nasty up in there if you don't manage it and if you don't clean it up and if you don't stay aware of it if you are ready to be that new person and to identify someone that invests in their brain I cannot encourage you enough to invest in School of Sales. You know, sales skills, I know that that's what this whole podcast is all about, but like it is the skill that's rooted in everything, in everything that you do, in every conversation you have with your kid, with your spouse, in your business, with your team. It is the root of everything. And the best part about School of Sales is, of course, you learn the skill and technique, but your whole identity changes. Going back to how you see yourself, there's four pillars in the training. Only one out of the four pillars is the skill and technique. The three out of the four is all about who you are, how you see yourself, how you think, and how you show up as the person that is all in on whatever you're doing. The deadline to sign up is Friday, uh, January the 27th. We are filling up. We start February the 3rd. We've got orientation coming up. We want to get the workbook to you in the mail. Uh, You get session one right away in your portal. So you can get your workbook. You can go all in and kind of get ahead. Session one is honestly the workhorse is what we call it. It's like the most important session. So going ahead and getting ahead on that will be huge for you. And I just can't wait to welcome you inside of school sales. It's going to be an incredible cohort, cohort 35. It's going to be one for the books and we will see you in class.